I mean, and I think we've established that Renita is the coolest of us. Oh, I mean, obviously. So. Obviously. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the drop at DFT. Yay. Uh, we are back on the pitch to a certain degree. And today I am being joined by our HR manager, Miss Renita Henley. Mrs. Sorry, Mrs. Renita Henley. <laughs> And our Director of Operations, Miss Amy Phelps. And I, ladies and gentlemen, am your humble host, Nancy Jundy, <laughs> COO and CFO here at Digital Film Tree. Uh, today, we kick off our Geniuses series. And I say that with as much humility as one person can muster because none of us here actually see ourselves as geniuses. But it was a fun riff on VFX for dummies or, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, what I did think was important for folks to hear about is how we handled the pandemic here at Digital Film Tree. We have learned that it was special and we want to always be a front-loaded information forward. How can you do that too environment here at Digital Film Tree? And I think you have probably heard plenty enough about the technology behind how people weathered the pandemics and you can even go watch our what the fuck series about dailies geopost cinecode remote everything we have panels on working from home with team ncis la the south by southwest with ted lasso so today i wanted renita and amy to join me because what you don't hear about is all of the work that goes into making those creative and technology achievements come to life. So thank you both for joining me. Thank you for thank, Yeah, us. thank you. We're excited to be here. <laughs> so, well, if I could, uh, Renita, you've been with us seven, eight, 32 years. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's been seven years. Wow. Yeah, 2000, I came in 2016. Okay. Wow. I didn't even realize it's been that long. Yeah. Oh my it gosh. goes by really fast. Yeah. yeah. It goes yeah. by really fast. Wow. Yeah. And uh, you have seen a lot of changes happen at Digital Film Tree. I have. And it's grown tremendously, yes. You were also, so then you came in right as we were developing remote workflows and being able to, you know, for example, colorists, mostly clients at the time, were able to work from home. So any of our colorists were able to actually send them a system, they could remote in send and share media, but do you remember anything about that time that kind of felt like the future or? No, I didn't. Cause I, you know, you just don't expect, or at least I didn't expect things to get to where we are now. Um, so just being able to start and have a foot in for DFT to have a foot in that was just amazing that we could continue to grow and move forward and be prepared for that. So that was just, phenomenal that we were already ready to, to jump into where we would be in 2020. <laughs> 2020 felt like seven years in and yeah. of itself. Um, Still yeah. feels like it's going. But I think there's a fun juxtaposition here between Renita having been here seven years, watching all of that growth, helping us to scale, helping us to, to pivot, and even going from one discipline in the same building to a whole other discipline. So many employees here so many team members have started in one place and gone to another and that's its own feat challenge and achievement um but speaking of that very thing <laughs> amy how many months have you been here <laughs> i have been here almost at eight months now hello wow. i know <laughs> wow and how many different jobs do you feel you've already <laughs> had um yeah i've had two different titles since i've been here um but it's been really fun. I've done a bunch of different things that I would have never expected I would have done when I took the job and I'm, I'm so grateful for it. It's been really fun. How do you think that that ability or need has kind of engineered, and if this is a bridge too far, tell me, but how that helped us weather the actual pandemic itself? Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely something that makes DFT super unique. Like. I think majority of other places um, are not as interdisciplinary as DFT is because really, truly, like I know we say that and until you're in here, you don't really understand how crazy it is that everybody has multiple jobs. Yeah. There's not a single person here that only does one thing. 
everybody does multiple things. And one, I think it's amazing because you never get bored. Um, but also, I think that has just made us way stronger, especially dealing with something like the pandemic, because really the fact that we were able to, like we didn't even really have to pivot during the pandemic, we were already there ahead of time. And I think it's because everybody had such like a hard, like interest in it beforehand. All the remote workflows and all that stuff like was already established. So where a lot of other companies really struggled or not necessarily struggled, but just had to pivot quickly when the pandemic hit, like we were already there. Yeah. And I think that's why yeah. we didn't lose business. We didn't lose, you know, we, we were we able grew. to, we grew. And yeah. I think that that was why, cause we were kind of one step ahead in that sense. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, having, having all the employees just be like, our team is freaking amazing. And the fact that everyone is like super involved with like a bunch of different processes, I mean, it just makes us stronger. Yeah. There are so many houses out there at this point that have like a VP of this or a, you know, it's segmented, siloed. A lot of departments don't necessarily talk to one another. And for them, mm -hmm. that probably works with the volume of projects or people that they're working with. but. We're a pretty small family here. We're small but mighty, and I might have said this before, but we're a lot like the Avengers. Everybody here has their own powerhouse backstory, and it's respected, but it's not what's important. It's our ability to work together and leverage each other's skills and cover for each other's weaknesses. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen overnight now, does it, Renita? No, it does not, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Can no. you? Can you tell me a little bit about how even our hiring practices have changed or just over the years, kind of how that's grown, how we have been able to scale? Yeah, I think it's been good that, you know, when we look at candidates, we look at not just their current experience, but we look at their history and really looking for a fit, you know, someone that has a lot of experience in different areas but also is willing to you know, step outside of the box that want to grow in their skills. And so just finding someone that's gonna fit into with our team, because again, like Amy said, everyone here is willing to take on multiple tasks, even learn something that they've never done before and willing to learn it. And just having someone that wants to grow and learn more about post-production. And so just looking for the perfect fit. So we've been very fortunate to have someone like Amy and all the new people that have come on, come on board and just them being able to fit into with our team. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this, because I remember clearly what March 13th of 2020 looked like mm -hmm. for us yes. and for me. Uh, uh, that was going to be the first year that DFT was to go to South by Southwest and uh, me as like a featured speaker and I've been going for well over a decade and so that was a huge excitement but then when that was it and it was just the tipping point for the pandemic and they said South by is off so and then everybody in the building was just kind of buzzing like wait do we go home now <laughs> what happens and things like that um, Amy I don't think you were here yet mm -mm. so no yeah um, and things kind of changed immediately, but a lot of it fell to Rami and I to try and figure out in engineering, really, how do we safely get all of this gear out of here and installed into homes and then connect it back to the machine room, to the server room, give everybody access. Um, you've heard a lot from Erin White, our director of content and uh, security. She maybe didn't sleep for a solid eight days straight yeah. and Ty Bermia, our CISO, uh, who made sure that every VPN, every firewall, every secure router, all hooked up and ready to go. Tim Serta, our facilities manager, who yeah. employed every safety practice left, right and sideways and an absolute hero at DFT who's been here since the beginning and not only went 16 extra miles for all of the staff, but all of our clients, mm -hmm. because we immediately had to pivot NCISLA into the home, yeah. uh, which included editorial, offline creative, as well as uh, color. And the remote review stations had already been employed because as it turns out, 
LA traffic is not something people enjoy. Mm -hmm. And even finishing uh, VFX, reviews, etc. So that was a lot of moving parts, yeah. but I think one of the things that made it all work was how well we communicated with people. Mm -hmm. right. Can yeah. you tell me, both of you, I want to hear from both of you what that was like, you know, when everything really did shut down because you weren't with us yet, but what right. you worked from home for like eight straight months or something. I worked from home for almost exactly a year before I came here. So that was crazy. I remember when they first told us, like, you need to start working from home. I was like, I'll be back in two weeks. Like, wow. I didn't think, I, I wow. did not think it was anywhere as serious as yeah. it was. Like, I just didn't realize it. And, you know, it was like, I had left everything at my office. Like, you know, I brought like my notebook. I don't know what right, I brought. I brought right. nothing and then went home and was kind of like, once it started to sink in, oh no, this is like, serious this right. is really bad yeah. we're probably going to be here for a while you know I think that's kind of when it, it hit me like what was actually happening in right. the world and then you know there was the whole threat of if post-production in general was going to get shut down um, before I think we we qualified under media so but it was when the whole um, you can't be within yes. six feet of one right. another. Yeah. If you're not an essential worker, you have to close business essentially. So I remember there was a there was a real big panic period of like a day or two where, you know, every client was like, Are you guys still gonna be open? What do we do with our projects that are in progress with you? And it was the same thing for all the employees. We were like, Well what I don't know if we're gonna even have a job soon. Like it was a big panic. Well, and can you kind of take me through that? Because yeah. your, your background before here was in QC. Yeah. And so for us, at least, we knew, okay, the first impact is going to be offline creative editorial. Yeah. So we needed to take care of those clients first and then also start preparing for additional systems to go out for review. But then deliverables happens. And right. And that still happens, you know. Right. And it, then it comes to QC. But so I say that because we had an opportunity to diversify. Mm -hmm. So not only did we have all of these remote workstations ready to go, but we also have pre-visualization services that, you know, we launched safety viz because people didn't know how to be on set. Mm -hmm. And it was a matter of like, well, if, if this many people go dark, this town is a very different place. And so how did that, go for the QC side of things because you can't necessarily diversify. Yeah, no, it was it was definitely a, a huge challenge. Um, the people that could work from home, like myself and client services, we all went from home, but all of our operators, unfortunately, could not pivot to working from home. The reason why is because, you know, they use big systems like transcoders. They have their own that they could not mm -hmm. safely and securely take out of our facility. Yeah. So all of our operators stayed working from the facility the entire pandemic. Mm -hmm. So it was only about half the company that, that pivoted to working from home. So that's why, you know, when I came here after, it was kind of like a, a shock in the sense of how smooth everything mm -hmm. was going working from home because I it just it didn't work as smoothly in the QC world mm -hmm. so you know well and that's what's wild because we can kick off renders we can even kick off LTOs from home yeah um, you know again giving it up to Tim Serta Aaron White yeah. and Ty Bermia this building is like Jarvis you know I can't yet ask it to bake me a loaf of bread <laughs> but I, getting there. I can yeah. ask it to kick off two tapes in the LTO8 you know right. what I mean? so yeah. that's that's helpful yeah. right um so all of that speaking of the experience of of that for you because from an HR brain everything that encompasses basically from OSHA on through Ooh. to wow yeah you know how in the world did you start wrapping your mind around not just you know of course legalities were there of like how do we make this a safe environment for people but i'll say this and i've said it often and this goes for any business especially small businesses though um renita is here for the people not the company i mean yes like she takes care of the company but we're firmly invested in the idea that if we take care of our people the work take care takes yeah. care of itself yeah and so how did you even begin dissecting how we take care of people? Because, you know, to Amy's point, we did still 
need people in the building from time to time. I think there was one day where it was Thomas. It was just Thomas. Aww, Thomas. And thankfully, you know, cohabitating, like his wife could come just to help with a few different things as well. But like, right. you know, you had Thomas and his wife kind of manning the fort for that brief section where either he was, you know, packing up a drive or restarting a system. But how did you begin dissecting that of like how to keep us safe? Like to have anybody come back in the building and also people immediately pivoting into an isolated space of like, you know, we have so many extroverts in the DFT. <laughs> I love all of you, but it's a lot. <laughs> um, we have so many extroverts at DFT that like so many things had to have hit you at once. The thing that I appreciate about it is that I wasn't in it alone um, because just my concern for humans, Rami and Nancy have that same concern. So it's different when you're working on, you know, trying to protect your employees and your staff and you're doing it by yourself and not having a team to do it. So I just really appreciate that you guys had that heart and thought yeah. that, you know, we need to think about our employees as well as how can we keep moving forward. And just because everything was changing every day it was different They're like oh three feet apart six feet apart and know. you know every day it was something different only you know so many people can be in the office 12 now it's eight or a 10. First just square feet yeah, yeah. right and i forgot crazy. about that three feet of distance and then it went to like 15 feet right of distance, yes and then it <laughs> went like, back to six yeah right. I, think so. <laughs> okay. I know but i think again just how we work together as a team mm -hmm. and going through each department and saying okay who needs to be here at what time? How many people do we need here at that time? And again, like you said, with Aaron and Thomas, just their dedication to raise their hand and say, I'll, I'll be the one to come. And, you know, let the rest of, you know, for Aaron and her team, let the rest of them go ahead and work remotely. And, you know, I'll be the one to come in to make sure if anything goes wrong, I'm here, we can take care of it. And just the dedication of the, t the people working together and looking out for each other, I think that was really key. That no one just focused on themselves and what they needed, but everyone focused on their coworker. Mm -hmm. And you know, I don't, I don't want to affect, you know, jeopardize anything or affect Amy. I don't want to mm -hmm. jeopardize Mike. Mm -hmm. You know, but just how everyone really thought about each other mm -hmm. and what we can do to keep going and keep working and keep our lights on, but at the same time protect each other. So that was a huge, and, and again, why I wanted to paint that picture of interdisciplinary and people that work together because that was, that was quite an achievement. Everybody here took it very seriously yeah. about if, if, if I get it, the likelihood of somebody that I'm working in close proximity to. Right. And so right. we were sharing like, I'm so sorry, I had to go grocery shopping last night. Yeah. I wanted to let you know. Right. Um, right. So yeah. I'm going to stay behind my bay right. and wear yes. a mask and I won't right. even go to the bathroom. And right. I was like, <laughs> yeah. just take the, the hydrogen peroxide <laughs> gun in with oh, you. Oh yeah. That I mean, great. Yeah. those are some of the practicalities that I wanted to break down as well because we kind of prepared well over above and beyond and I'm grateful for that mm -hmm. because it gave us something of a standard and so we employed everything from a literal hydrogen peroxide gun yeah where we would hose down every delivery that came in the door mm -hmm. every surface was sanitized on the hour every single hour right yeah right and I think that was like a solid six months before right. the CDC was like never yes, mind yes. it doesn't exist on <laughs> yeah. surfaces oh, right yeah. yeah that was a huge thing the yeah. gloves we had to wear gloves anytime we got any drive in mm -hmm. we had to get the drive with the gloves on and then wipe it down before right. we could like log it and everything yeah mm -hmm. the gun was fun though the, gun the hydrogen <laughs> gun was fun that thing was badass <laughs> uh, what else there was a lot of from sanitizing the services, hosing down every delivery, lunches changed immediately. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. more buffets. Yeah. It was all individually wrapped. wrapped. Everything right. had to be in yeah. individually wrapped. Yeah. We, we immediately ordered like an obscene amount of masks. Oh, masks, right. yeah. wipes, like hand sanitizers everywhere. Hand mm -hmm. sanitizers, like every desk, every corner. Right. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, we're all wearing masks. That was what was funny. Temperature checks. Yeah, yeah. temperature right. checks. Check. Everyone yeah. who came in had to get their temperature checked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The mask thing was funny, though, because I started, obviously, in the middle of the pandemic. And right. so I met everyone <laughs> with masks on. 
And then, you know, there was like a week or two period where the mask mandate went away back in like July right, or something. Right. So that was the first time weeks, yeah, that weeks, I saw literally. so many people without a mask on. And there were literally like three or four people where I'm like, I had no idea you looked like that. Like it, it, it was like startling. I was right. like, that's not how I pictured you looking in my mind. And I've been around you for like four months at this point. And yeah. As Rami oh likes God. to say, we are a good looking team at DFT. And so Amy and I, for a good stretch there, we're like, shocking. Yes. Shocking. It was like, I did not know you looked like You're this. You're a very attractive person. Put the mask back on. Shocking. I know. And now we're back to the mask. Mask so. again, yeah. But it was, it was a nice like two weeks of seeing what people actually looked like. Yeah. Right, right, yes. yes. Well, and life did not change just because people worked from home. Um, and if anything, uh, life got more complicated, right? Because there were people that had kids and kids don't stop for a pandemic. Yeah. And then you also had, well, why don't I just keep working? You know, if I'm at home anyway, yeah, that was certainly a challenge mitigating burnout and encouraging people to find different ways to engage their body, engage mm -hmm. their mind yeah. so that it wasn't just pouring everything into the work, which it might sound silly to hear an employer say that, like, no, no, you need a break. Don't work yourself right. silly. Right. But tell me about some of the things that we then employed the one medical the fitness trainers yeah the ergonomic stuff into their home yes like, we did and that was really great again just thinking of how can we take care of our employees even though they're not here on site but how can we take care of them physically mm -hmm. mentally emotionally not just even the employee but their families mm -hmm. um and so yeah we did start the the training with Allie, fit with Allie and you know having employees be able to do a fitness training on you know on at home mm -hmm. and then just even you Andrea know, got ripped I yeah know she did. and Lacan and Lacan <laughs> good for you guys yes you guys. oh my gosh yes <laughs> same same <laughs> Oh my gosh, and, Car and Carlo was already yes. ripped. So yeah, that's yeah. the only reason I haven't said that. And Carlo was already ripped. Shaw was already okay. So we did that, and then we did the one medical for you know just have you know it was really easy because it was difficult to go and get you know COVID testing oh, yeah. and everything. But one medical was very you know easy. You could go in without appointments. You could make appointments, schedule your appointments really easily, mm -hmm. and they were located all over. So it really worked out for the employees to, you know, to be safe and to get tested, get their families tested as needed. Again, that was again a benefit that DFT paid for it, no cost to the employees. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, just really, even for the lunches, you know, cause that was something that we did. They were able to order lunch a certain day and have it delivered to their homes. But you know, just really trying to continue to take care of them when they were away. We had our Zoom meetings every Friday, which I yeah. think really brought us closer together yeah. and everything because, again, you're working your own thing, doing your dailies are doing their thing at night and, you know, the best guys doing their thing and just being able to really talk and say, hey, oh, I see what's going on, what's happening in VFX, hey, how can we help? And that just really helped everyone to connect more and really be able to pitch in and say, hey, I, I'm free. I can you know, help you out a little bit earlier during the day. So I think that even brought us closer together as a team. Much like this podcast, I had no idea everyone would want an hour long meeting every <laughs> single Friday. Um, well, I mean, of course I did because I, I said, we're gonna do this. We're gonna have right. that, that community time. Um, but here we are literally two years, it's almost two years later. Yeah. And if we don't have that Friday meeting, there's a little bit of an uproar. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then speaking of, because I actually feel like that was a huge, 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 huge benefit in bringing teams together that were really siloed. Like mm -hmm. obviously the night ops team right. is at night. Like right. you never see a lot of these right. people. Yeah. You might get to know the swing shift person here and there, but mm -hmm. a lot of times that was even Aaron. Yeah. And so that was our, our most of our people's only connection Connections. to the night yeah. side of things. Right. And you've met Mike Streeter on a couple of episodes now, and that, <laughs> he does get to wear the genius hat. <laughs> yeah. Him, Aaron, Thomas, genius, yeah. genius, genius. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just kind of sitting on a volcano. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
but so that was like a wonderful bridge you know they're they're waking up obviously they they have an overnight shift but we made the meeting late enough so that they could join and then right. i love our vfx team again you'll have vfx for geniuses where you'll meet them but they are so head down and hand to the plow mm -hmm. that for yeah. and you can speak to this but like I don't know that VFX had really assimilated so much. Right. Like working on NCIS LA together and some of the other shows where it's like color online and VFX, but for the most part, and Dylan even said this in uh, I think the, the lasso uh, episode that we did that it's like VFX, no, it was NCIS LA at home. He said, you know, VFX is already something of an island. It's mm -hmm. you and the computer and you're working yeah. on a shot and you might collaborate with somebody but it's over like google docs right and so to bring all of these people together that didn't normally get a chance to to know or how to help or right. you know yeah. that was really big right so yeah. and andrea yeah andrea's been involved in a lot of yeah. yeah i mean so for folks who don't know we actually have a second building down the street and that's where our virtual production effort, Cinecode. You've met Andrea 94 different times, also a genius. <laughs> I'm getting rid of that whole humility thing about how we're not geniuses, eh? Um, so, but she was really, really siloed down there. Right. Because was, we just yeah. had the whole virtual production effort down there, which at the time, everything that we were building kind of needed to be that way. But, you know, getting a chance to, to put all of these together and now you see on a show like Lasso, Umbrella Academy, NLA where it's like starts in previs, right. ends up in VFX, they're yeah. layered together and now those are collaborating which gives also lead in and understanding for dailies as to right. what shoot yeah. days are going to look like, how much you know volume is going to come in. That's just been such a big thing. Okay, yeah. so tell me about coming back into this building. <laughs> Oh, that's been fun. <laughs> well, you know, everyone was really yeah. eager to get back in. But again, we still follow precautions, mm -hmm. um, limiting how many people could come in, making sure that, again, taking their temperatures when we mm -hmm. still had to take temperature before we started requiring everyone to be vaccinated to come into the building. Yeah. But um, and then even with that, you know, there was no fighting no you know resistance everyone was on board to do whatever they needed to do right you know to work together as a team yeah again i really appreciate that just the heart of the employees and the staff wanting to work together to be successful um so even with that coming back into the building still following precautions um everyone's still wearing their masks and mm -hmm. still keeping their distance but again just the alarm that if something if they have come in contact or been out of town, everyone still has the ability to still work from home, still get what they need to get done. Mm -hmm. And then when they know that everything is okay, they can come back into the building. But just really still following those guidelines to yeah. make sure that everyone's safe before they come in. Yeah. So let's talk about false positives. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I remember that. I, I don't know. I think there was maybe one or two before my time, but I remember we had one like my second week or something here. Right. It was like right when I first started. And I remember we, we had a false positive um, and we immediately like all got sent Everyone, home. Yes. I remember it was on a Friday at like 3 p.m. is in the afternoon and we right. all went home and immediately went and got COVID tested. Right. Um, yeah. And then turns out like all of us tested negative turns out the person got a false positive so they right. actually never even had covid right. but but i think the way that we were able to just like so quickly pivot was amazing right. like we yeah. all just got tested left immediately right. you know the made sure we were good. exactly yeah. we sanitized clean everything we had this building sanitized <laughs> oh like insanely sanitized <laughs> and then but it was also nice because i you know i think like some people didn't get their lunch for the day and then we sent it home to them right. like it was just yeah. it was it was like taken care of perfectly honestly right. so yeah. yeah so uh just to break that down yeah i there were a lot of late nights putting in all of those plans and I was so grateful so it was actually uh, we called them Avenger X yeah okay? so Avenger X had gotten a report that their cohabitation situation that person had tested positive right. because they were still working on set but that person then also got another test the next day and it was not there 
and subsequently three more days in a row they did not test positive so that mm -hmm. confirmed a false positive and so Avenger X never having it and then everybody in the facility who went and got tested also never having it and then still sanitizing the facility I will put it this way and I, I welcome the way you guys might say it as well but I will spend all of that to make sure that my team mm -hmm. knows they're safe yeah right. not just to know that we're safe and that we have followed guidelines but I need to know that everyone on this team knows that first and foremost their safety their security is taken care of yeah. and yeah. I was not gonna mess around with that so as soon as we got word of that pull the alarm mm -hmm. right. and get out yeah get out everybody out yeah and having things in place like one medical really oh, helped yeah. right because yeah. at the time there were people in lines for hours, hours to get yeah. tested yeah next to like dumpsters in the hot sun right. and yeah. in close proximity and I was like I cannot ask that of our people right. to, right. to right. go and do that and so yeah. that was a huge boon mm -hmm. and it proved that like okay we're ready should should this bad yeah. thing ever happen we're ready bottom line of what I'm trying to say is that pandemics for geniuses is really about trusting your people mm -hmm. and providing for them in a way where they trust you because that is what led to I, I have to go on a plane to see right. this family member right. who's right. in a bad way and great that's okay right but we're gonna keep you out of here for two weeks right. you're gonna yeah. have testing you have right. that support right and so nobody ever needed to feel like they had to hide something. Right. Their jobs yes. were yeah. secure. Very open and honest, yeah. And again, because of the diversification that we had already been doing, like there were shows that did go dark for a little while, but okay, great. We're gonna pour more into you and we're gonna train so that we're ready for all these different opportunities right. that we've started seeing pop up, so. I think everyone just really, here especially everyone just really cares about everyone else like right. our team is so tight that for me for example I live by myself and I'm mm. relatively healthy like if I got COVID it is what it is I mean I don't want to say that <laughs> I don't want to say that but you know like it's one thing but if I got COVID and then gave it to someone that had children that then gave yeah. it to their children or someone mm. that has health issues that right. maybe couldn't yeah. fight it off it like that I think is where everyone kind of stemmed from I think right. everyone had that same mentality of like I'm not just looking out for myself. I'm also looking out for this team that we right. have My here family, and everybody said, that's yeah. working so hard to keep this place running, right. yeah. you know? Right. So, yeah. And yeah. our clients. And yeah, 100%. I think I've probably waxed philosophical on the drop about this before, but you know, California is the sixth largest economy in the world, not in the United States, the world. Mm -hmm. and this what we get to do for a living is a, is a large chunk of that especially because we're integrated with technology and software and mm -hmm. so um i kept saying like if we go dark a lot of people go dark and i just wasn't comfortable right. with that yeah and so the people that were bending over left right and sideways to not just keep our clients going and us going but our competitors like we lovingly call that co-opetition mm -hmm. But we're not delusional. We can't handle every show in town. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. And so we, we reached out and we're fortunate enough to be able to help other vendors get back up on their feet and didn't need any kind of credit. You're not going to hear me talk about that because that's to their credit. They could get their people back up and running, but mm -hmm. we didn't lay off a single person. No. We didn't furlough no. a single person. We didn't no. reduce pay hours, any no. of it. Yeah. We grew. We yeah. grew during that time. And yeah, we grew and we were able to increase some, give people more yeah. and everything. So we, we did really well during that time. Yeah. Which is, I, I'm not even gonna say it's a weird thing to say, but yeah. it's every single time I will die on that hill, yeah. you invest in your people and yeah. it always comes back. Yeah. Right? It always comes back. Tell me about how weird that was to walk into. <laughs> yeah. I've home for a whole year and then all these people are like really into caring about me. Yeah, no. <laughs> weird. Uh, no, it, I will say, I've said it before, I will say it again, DFT genuinely really cares about their people. And I know a lot of places do, but here like, it's definitely above and beyond to show everyone how much they care about you. So that's that was definitely like a little bit of a culture shock coming in like oh my gosh like this is amazing Renita, but... how many people you think i've made cry cry because we <laughs> love them <laughs> she's like <"Whoa>, <laughs> cry why why yeah no, 
Well, Nancy cries a lot. Hey, what? <laughs> I do. You do. Because she's so emotional and she really cares about people. And I think, you know, everyone gives so much. And I do. I have to say, I love our, call, our Friday calls because everyone mm -hmm. shouts out each other. And, yes. You know, it shows how much you appreciate the, your, your yeah. co-worker for what they do and how much they... And Nancy always gets emotional with those. I get choked up. I don't cry. You don't see any water. I just, I get a lot of frogs in my throat. I have several lily pads in there. I, mean, I love you, Rita. But we, I think we do. And just that people care about each other. Yeah. And, you know, we have to, I call and check in on yeah. our new hires and see how they're doing. What can we do to make sure you're being successful and right. you feel acclimated in what you're doing? You know, if there's anything that you're missing, what we can do to help them feel successful because we want them to feel a part of our team. Right. You know, we picked you because we thought you would be a good fit for our team. And yeah. We haven't been wrong so far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, how did that? Because you were front lines then. You were our yeah. in-house coordinator. Yeah. And so you had to coordinate a lot. <laughs> yeah. Upon entry. Yeah. No, honestly, I think that was the best way for me to get, like, involved and kind of acclimated to working here, like, right off the bat. Because, one, I actually enjoy working from the facility, and also that, like, allowed me to get to know everyone really yeah. quickly. Um, but being in that role, the, the in-house coordinator, I was kind of involved with a lot of different things. And, mm -hmm. and that really like just made it so that one, I feel like I got a really good understanding of the company as a whole right away, but also like, it was just awesome, like helping everyone, you know? Yeah. So it, it was really nice just getting, that was kind of my foot in for getting to know everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been crazy. It's been crazy, honestly, but in, in the best way, just because again, like I've done so many different things that I didn't, didn't think I would do when mm -hmm. I first started here. Um, but I mean, it's like a huge blessing because mm -hmm. a lot of places you wouldn't have opportunities like that to kind of go outside of this job description, you know? Right. So I think that's, that's something that's really cool here and it's really unique. Tell me about the statement that you made about it helped me learn the business a lot better. Yeah. Because I think, especially to your point, also before the Friday calls, a lot of people did not know what all happened here. Right. Yeah. Right. And we do annual reviews and yeah. God bless Renita and everybody that like participates, but those were really insightful. Right. Yeah. A lot mm -hmm. of people just said like, I don't know what happens at DFT2. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the Cinecodes, what is GeoPost? Right. Yeah. Uh, henceforth, what the fuck is GeoPost and what the fuck is Sudocode <laughs> are uh, inaugural drops. Um, but so how did you, do you remember how you started kind of cataloging the different information and how it connected? Yeah, I think for me, um, first it was learning everyone here and then learning their role. So kind of what exactly they were doing. Like, um, I know that sounds so low bar but like really it was kind of like okay I speak to Andrea what does she do she's at Cinecode what does that mean and then right. it kind of like you know I, I watched like all these videos on how, how you know what is Cinecode like all right. the stuff on our website kind of you know learned that but then really quickly um, a couple weeks in I, I covered for Avatal who was on vacation I know Avatal's done a lasso episode here um, she was on vacation and that was really when I dove in because that was my first experience working kind of with everyone um, with the exception of the dailies team but mm -hmm. I was working with online and with VFX like right off the bat and so um, you know it was only for like a week or so but it really kind of put together the pieces in my head of like how everything functions here. I had, you know, some knowledge of it with deliverables and stuff like that from my QC background, but I've never actually gone through finishing a show before. Yeah. Um, and then it was really cool because one of one of my first weeks here too, we did a shadow day with the dailies team. Oh. Um, and so we stayed late with them and got to hang with them overnight one night. And that was a ton of fun. Like yeah. I, I had never had any experience with that stuff either. And one, it was just awesome to meet those guys. They're really fun. But, yeah. um, but it, I mean, yeah, really it's just kind of 
like inserting myself into these different departments and really seeing like what exactly everyone does. And yeah. again, that's a huge unique opportunity that a lot of places don't have because right. usually you just kind of do what you are hired to do. Right. Here, you're really encouraged to like go explore what you're interested in. And, and I think that's amazing because I just want to understand better what our company does in general. You know, I think everyone should, but then beyond that, you know, you might find out that, oh, I'm really passionate about VFX. Let me learn that more. Whatever. Finance. You know, like <laughs> somehow mine decided to be finance. <laughs> Found that out. I mean, <laughs> had no idea. And, and I want to yeah. come back to like how you help people navigate this because yeah. roles have changed so dramatically in the course of anyone's career here. But um, let's touch on the whole finance portion there yeah. because, again, we are committed to front-loading information. We want other people to be able to survive situations like this. And I hope we make this look easy, but the truth is it was very much not. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, you know, we immediately took advantage of every program that we could to ensure longevity. Nobody mm -hmm. had any kind of certainty or understanding of what this could look like or how long it could go and the impact that would fall upon production in this then thus post yeah. um, but on top of it we even had to say no to some shows that would have put us at risk right so there, right. there were you here yet when we actually had to say no to a series um, I think I had to I had to talk that through with you because it was a conversation about installing systems in people's homes who would then still be willfully working together even though right. like you know mm -hmm. they're just they wouldn't have had any COVID protocols right. which meant if there was a problem with the system we would then have to go in right. and they weren't going to be working remotely so mm -hmm. and they were going to be shuttling drives back and forth yeah. and so right. even higher exponent it just it didn't make sense and yeah. in an uncertain time like that to have to say no I'm no. sorry we can't yeah. but I think we made the right call yeah um, but the finance side of things, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know that Rami or I slept for like six months mm, having yeah. all of those conversations. Um, you know, it was between, okay, well, that side of the business, obviously, and when I say that side of the business, we have digital film tree, we have Cinecode, we have GeoPost. Mm -hmm. And so Cinecode was immediately hypercharged with safety viz and tech viz because you needed to know how to visualize where people could be, should be, had to be on a set to keep everyone safe. And you could combine designated areas with a wearable that indicated if you were in six feet proximity to someone else. But these designations that we were able to pre-visualize ended up in training videos um, and on the call sheet so people knew where and how to be that day. But then TechViz, we could also LIDAR a set mm -hmm. so that within a millimeter, you knew how much distance you had to space, space people out while not knocking into a camera that had to be against this wall, if you had to remove pieces of the set, things of that nature. And then GeoPost, which is our cloud storage, media management, uh, camera to cloud, et cetera, et cetera, and dailies processing and finishing GeoFinish that allowed people to not have to be on set like you could take people out of the set environment so that all of that could be happening remotely um, but all of that said it was still a matter of okay file this paperwork and get right. these numbers for that we were talking either do we do investors are we taking out you know these programs and, and what it was like mm -hmm. tell you were here for the the beginning of it and then you came and helped us get us yeah. across the finish line but tell me about some of like that early chaos of like file for this pull that yeah it's, it was a lot of work <laughs> and yeah we did take everything i think you know just staying in tune with what was being offered to small businesses especially small businesses and taking advantage of those but mm -hmm. it was a lot of you know jumping through hoops and a lot of you know documents a lot of paperwork required to do that mm -hmm. but I think again we worked together mm -hmm. and you know did what we needed to do to get it all done and again if that meant staying up you know 
eight hours, 12 hours to get all the documents together and get it submitted by the deadlines, mm -hmm. you know, we were all willing to do that. And I think, again, just us working together to do it, working with accounting, working with our, you know, with our, um, our CPA firm mm -hmm. and just working together to get the documents we needed to get in and staying on top of it. Again, you have to, you know, stay on top of and follow up to make yeah. sure it's getting processed. And if anything is missing, getting it to them in time to, you know, just take advantage of the opportunities that we've had to, to keep our doors open and keep everyone, you know, working. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think, you know, coming in at the end, obviously I wasn't involved at the beginning, but um, like props to you guys for like deciding to do that because I mean, I feel like we maybe didn't necessarily have to right. financially, but it's smart because you never know what's going to happen, right. especially at the beginning of the pandemic. We really didn't know what was going to happen. Right. And the fact that you guys are like, let's secure whatever we can for our employees, like that's I think that that's amazing and even though it's a lot of work to do it like it just proves again that like really the employees do come first and that's like where the care is at um and honestly like me coming in at the end it it was like a really great experience to kind of finish it off with you i remember dance we finished party. we had a dance party with some we cosmos did. Did. it was a fun time it was a fun time but yeah i mean it's kind of that kind of stuff like I've never thought about before. I've never even like realized yeah. that that's kind of part of it, part of running a small business. And right. so, I mean, it's it's just great to experience it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. hey, so big question. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a minute to think about it here, but if we, if we went through all of this again tomorrow, I mean, I know that we're still kind of in it. <laughs> yeah, but if right. It, if it was serious lockdown again, get everybody out of the building, what do you think? we would, could, or should do differently? Hmm. That's a good question. Oh, I love that. That was in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me think. Um, that we could do differently? Mm-hmm. I think about that a lot because I, I again, mustering as much humility as I can. Um, I think we nailed it. Yeah, yeah. But I really do too. But I just, you know, uh, we even since, even with, you know, like you mentioned the, the two week period where people could be kind of mask free. Yeah. Um, that was joyful. And mm -hmm. we threw a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, but and then still we even added on an additional mental health care services right. on top of the one medical on top right. of the health insurance we already provide. Right because it's just taken a toll on literally everyone. Yes. Yeah. yes. But if it all happened again tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know if I would change anything to be honest with you. I think everything, again, I think the company meetings were a huge thing. Right. Um, those have been so nice just to kind of reconnect everyone. Mm -hmm. all, the, all the benefits that we have everything just to make sure everyone's doing well like i i don't think i would change anything i don't know I don't, I don't think i would change anything either i really think for the most part in a lot of areas you know we weren't able to be physically together but we were able to continue to maintain and do the things that we do on site right you know, we still celebrate you know had our hot ho the Halloween. holiday party yeah we still I mean, had our holiday uh, party the holiday party was and i don't i don't I think we did record it. Oh, I don't know why I'm looking at you. Yeah. I, I think we did record it. We even had a magician. We had a magician. Yes. We had our partner organization come we on and thank us for everything that we, we yeah. did. And I, I did. I was like a very QVC Vanna White. Doing, we did an, a Zoom secret Santa and it yes, worked. it did. It um, did. That's pretty baller. And we, we did the meals. Like we still right. sent everyone home with uh like whole foods we did a right. whole thing of like what is your family need what is your family right. need oh, yeah. nice. and yeah. so it, it really worked we still even had halloween together yeah halloween Renita nailed that oh <laughs> we're gonna give you a parade of halloween pictures from last year because we had a lot of good ones yeah. even mike streeter at the very like 11th hour with uh butter knives for his wolverine claws that was <laughs> yeah why yeah. does that not even, surprise me I, yeah i mean oh you weren't here for andrea's little shop oh, no wow. but oh i've gosh, seen the photos and amazing. it is crazy yeah and even like with that being able to do it 
via Zoom. Yeah. Even the night crew was able to participate. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. typically they have their own little thing, but still being able to do it all together because we had that connection via Zoom. So right. yeah. I yeah. think we still did a lot. We did a yeah. lot that a lot of companies weren't able to do. Right. Yeah. And ultimately I think what's nice here is like you have the choice if you want to be in person or if you want to be at right. home because a lot of a lot of places depending on the nature of the job don't necessarily have right. a choice right um, and then you also have a lot of people who since COVID have gone fully remote and right. some some people love it some people don't, don't. and right. so it's it's right. nice here that you can pick what what you're comfortable with right. and what is yeah. best for you like mentally right. honestly yes. so I yeah. think that's a huge thing we had people that were like I don't ever want to work from home no way and yeah they, <laughs> and then they do and then they, tried they, tried it. And they were like oh yeah. I guess I'll be in like a couple of days yeah <laughs> and then people who were like yeah we'd love to work from home and then the second that we were like all right we're gonna dip our toe into the water of letting people come back and yeah they're like, when can I come back? I'll be there. I'm never leaving. It was yeah. so hilarious. Yeah. But even people that we're interviewing now, um, uh, one of the, the pre-screens that you just did last week, they said, I can't. I like being around people. I need to get out of my house. I'm ready. Right. right. Please let me come work out of there. Right. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. You know, whereas I, like, uh, Rami and I came in every single day. Uh, you just, you know, it's not trying to be a, a gauche about it but a captain doesn't leave the ship and so yeah. especially for those first six months I was in the conference room every day like mm -hmm. anybody that is here needs to know where I am have access right. answer questions right. um, but I I will probably look back on the pandemic and be like girl you missed a heck of an opportunity to sit your butt at home for two years <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, the only thing I think I would do differently, I might, I might have gotten another dog. Oh. <laughs> well. Yeah. Ladies, anything else you can think of? What the people should know? How we handled it? Like geniuses? We have a great team. We I do. guess all I can only say is that, you know, we have a really great team, and we have two amazing captains. We Mommy do. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. you guys ran the ship like you said captain yeah. never leaves its ship i think everyone can see it and everyone can feel it and right. you maybe don't hear it enough but it's so appreciated appreciated yes, everyone appreciates you guys so much yes definitely whole point of this drop thanks for getting on camera <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we'll see you next time